I don't do what I do for views. I do what I do because it's important to get the story out. It's important to make people happy. <laughs> like that that's why we do what we do. From the cubicle to the lab, the studio to the war room, climbing the corporate ladder or joining a scrappy startup, experience a day in the life of the jobs you want. This is the Experience a Day in the Life podcast. We interview professionals, entrepreneurs, and recent grads about what a day is actually like on the job, hour by hour, or as we like to call it, they're a diddle, spelled A-D-I-T-L, which stands for a day in the life. This podcast will inspire you to gain experience beyond the classroom and launch a career of your own. We're your hosts, Chris DeBeau and Matt Poe. Welcome to part one in the two-part Sideline Stand-Up series. In this episode, we're going to experience a day in the life, hour by hour, of Courtney DuPont, a multimedia sports journalist at Jersey Sports Zone, so you can decide if this is a career you can see yourself doing. Small spoiler alert, it's a lot to juggle in the best way possible. Super exhilarating and rewarding and fulfilling if you're passionate about telling stories in the sports world. Let's get right into the day. It's a Saturday morning at 8 a.m. in Phillipsburg, New Jersey, and Courtney is up and at him after only five hours of sleep from the night before. Fridays and Saturdays are her long days since those are the days most high school sports take place. But that doesn't stop her from getting her pump on. She has a big breakfast, heads to the gym by 9 a.m., and is on the road by 11 a.m. Today on the agenda, Courtney's covering a high school football game. Then she's producing, editing, proofreading, and publishing her footage as a highly produced, highlighted video of today's game. Before the day ends, she's selecting next week's Jersey Sports Zone's Game Ball Award. Let's meet Courtney and learn more about what she does. Courtney Elizabeth Dupont. I'm a multimedia journalist for Jersey Sports Zone. Jersey Sports Zone is a startup company. We started at the Shore Conference in New Jersey, obviously. We expanded last year for our first year of full state coverage. I am the ambassador for the northwest part of the state. And what we do is we go to sporting events, we shoot the entire event, conduct interviews, and then we shoot stand-ups for ourselves, all one-man bands, and... Uh, we produce the content the, the night of shooting and, and push it out social media-wise and on, online on YouTube and on our website as well. Back to the day. So it's 9 a.m. and Courtney's at the gym. She told us going to the gym and doing her hair and makeup afterwards a certain way is an essential part of her routine as an on-camera reporter. I need to be confident if I'm going to put myself on camera. If I don't go to the gym, I my self-confidence goes way down. And it's just something that you know, it makes me feel good. And my advice to anybody, if you are going to be on camera, you need to feel good about yourself. So do what you need to do to feel good about yourself. Again, with the confidence thing, I like to have curly hair and have nice eyeshadow on if I'm going to be on camera. I just hear a lot in articles and in classes at Rutgers and just really everywhere that like personal brand is a, is a thing and establishing your personal brand. What was your, ex like, did you have an experimental phase in establishing your personal brand? Have you established it yet? I did change my hair probably 50 times. Yeah. <laughs> I have was it, been blonde. Was, I have ombre. Always me trying to please myself, like how I looked on camera. I wanted to look like the girls on TV, you know, and I just, I couldn't figure out really how to do that. I used to do straight hair very clearly over, you know, time. 
curly hair is the way to go on camera. You need volume. (laughs) Like, it's just, I need to do it. But I haven't fully found my style, I don't think. I think I have, like, my makeup down. Like, I do brown eyeshadow, and I have a little bit of mascara and blush, and that's it. That's what I do. There you go. But the, yeah, the hair is something that I'm still still working on, but definitely curly. Big. Another way Courtney makes herself feel confident is by making herself laugh and not taking herself too seriously. If she thinks too much about her performance or what she's going to say in the moment, she said it tends to mess her up. That's why doing your homework is important. Yeah, you have to do the stats research. Um, sometimes you can throw up a big number. Like I had a kid who rushed for over 300 yards the other night. That's, you know, it's a huge number to put up um, for a high school student. But I I am definitely more of like the I had a, a kid from Hillsboro who's this he's a very little guy, but he's a great running back. He's really explosive, really good good kid. And everyone on the team was calling him the best kept secret in New Jersey. Wow. Thought that was a great line. Use nice. that in all my stand ups. I was like, that's that's gold. Like that's exact and everyone fed off, Oh yeah, he is the best kept secret. Right. You know, just something good like that that you can say. It's it grabs people's attention more than the numbers. That's my opinion. A right. lot of people love the stats. When we do watch sports, they just throw out like these this is the, the first time some guy ran this amount of time in two weeks ever it's insane <laughs> well the whole thing is they're trying to bring you something that you don't know which is fine but like you know a lot right. of them are outdated a yes. lot of them you just don't care just right exactly tell me something new like, <laughs> it's now 11 a.m and courtney is on the road for her hour-long drive to the game at bishop r high school in edison new jersey When she packs her car, she consults her checklist to make sure she's got everything she needs, like her camera, batteries, microphone, laptop, chargers, makeup bag, backpack, etc. She arrives at the field a half hour before the game starts so she can get ready to go before kickoff. So, obviously, between 12 and 2.30, there's hundreds of games going on. Yeah. How do you choose which game you're going to? So this is big for Jersey Sports Zone. We are 100% free for anyone who wants to see our videos. We are run by sponsors. So our sponsors drive our priority coverage. And that's where we go if there's not a huge matchup. Like, okay. say there's a gigantic game. We have to be at that game. There's right. no way we're going to miss that game. But if it's a day where it's like, okay, well... Kind of all the same level. We're going to go to a sponsored school because, you know. They, what if it's two sponsored it. school at the same time? How do you choose? Well, there's multiple journalists. We have multiple right? journalists. So, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So do you get assigned? <laughs> so do you get assigned in that case or do you get to choose? I is get there a to draft? choose. Okay. It's really great. I mean, this My job is so not normal. Like, <laughs> that is so cool. We get so much freedom in picking where we go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's our judgment. Um, my first year probably wasn't as good at making the calls of what was going to be the best matchup as far as sponsored schools go. But after a year, like, you kind of know. Just, it's, again, being prepared, knowing your area, things like that. So I want to talk about your setup process when you first get there from unloading. You're doing this all by yourself. But yeah. What is that setup process looking like? Honestly, walk us through? it's not as bad as you think it is. Um, I, you know, I take my tripod, my uh, camera bag, which has my mic and my actual camera in it and all the batteries. And then I have my backpack that is like a must. I tried to do the purse thing as a female reporter. I was like, oh, a purse like that'll look professional. Backpack is the way to go. It goes on your back and you don't have to worry about it. It has my laptop, my charger, and any paperwork that I have on the teams, just like notes that I made for myself. I get there, I kind of like put them in a place where they'll be safe because I'm not going to be able to stand by them. Like yeah. I, you know. And then uh, take out the camera, plug in batteries. Usually I set up my tripod, but I won't. I don't use my tripod to shoot. I'm all freehand. 
So I, you know, make my way over to the field, find the best place to stand according to like the sun, making sure that, you know, there's no glare on the camera or anything like that. And then I just, you know, I hang out, talk to some of the players or coaches. If there's any storylines that I need to find, that's when I kind of figure gotcha. out, you know, cool. what's what going on. What are you on. asking them? Just like, you know, hey, what's up? Like, you know, hi, what do you think about today's matchup? You know, small talk. Gotcha. You try to get the, the juicy stuff get out the of juicy them. Stuff, <laughs> If it's raining, she's got waterproof covers for all of her equipment and a Jersey Sports Zone rain jacket to stay as dry as possible. After she's all set up and spoken to the players, noon rolls around and it's time for the game to start. I have to start with opening shots. So you kind of have to get the team running out on the field. You, their key player, get a real close-up, you know, nice shot of him. So you can maybe take a, a still from there and put it as the feature image in the on the YouTube account or on the whole article. The opening shots, usually I'm right with the team because it's annoying, I guess, for the kids, but I am right up in their faces. <laughs> nice. I am like, I need okay. to see the, sh the sweat dripping down your face is what those opening shots look like. So I get my opening shots kind of nice, pretty, you know, artistic type shots, which is cool. And then follow the ball for the next hour or two hours, however long you're there. <laughs> like, gotcha. don't take the camera off the ball. And right. I usually shoot in 30-second intervals just so I can separate them when something good happens. Um, if I get a great shot of, you know, I don't know, someone scored a goal, right after that I shoot the scoreboard so that when I go back in, I can find where the goal is and keep track of everything. So can you give any advice on people who are just starting out that are apprehensive to, like, get up? get all up in there and do it's, you have any tips on that it's intimidating yeah even though they're high school kids like they're you know what i mean but like There's a lot of them yeah i mean <laughs> they know that you're supposed to be there like you we get media credentials like they know that you're media you're holding a giant camera just have the confidence you need to walk in just be confident you know if anyone says anything to you, you just explain it to them like oh i you know i work for so-and-so you're not doing anything wrong that's what people need to understand when you're doing that you're not doing anything wrong and you're going to be okay. And if you are doing something wrong, someone's going to tell you. Yeah. And you, <laughs> you just move. I mean? So you get out of the way. That's <laughs> the end of the day. Yeah. Totally. So. So is this game exciting? Do you remember? The Bishop R. Carter right? yes. game? Yes. It was exciting because of the matchup. So kids from Carteret go to Bishop Bar. Uh, my ah. mother went to Carteret. My okay. dad is from Carteret, but he went to Bishop Bar. Oh, okay, so, okay. Yes. Right. So. The story's coming. Yeah. All right. So it's, it's a, a competitive environment mm -hmm. because the two teams obviously the kids all know each other and things right. like that so that was why this game was exciting and then on top of that Bishop Bar was having a really good start to their season and Carteret put a put a smack down on them yeah. so. Right. Yeah. so do you ever get like caught up in the game and the action and like get distracted from your job like um yeah no I, I feel like I would do that a lot if I was in your job you have to just you have to watch the game through the camera mm -hmm. so that okay. when you're exciting you're looking through the camera and you know if you move or something at least you're moving with the camera okay. that's the whole the, the main thing and that was hard to do at the beginning because yes <laughs> I would get so excited for these kids because they do like amazing things and especially if it was like you know my hometown Peaberg my brother played for Peaberg so I you know I had some connections yeah, like that. I yeah. Was, you know I wanted them to do well so when I was shooting them for like the first few times I'm like oh stop shaking like just relax <laughs> The game starts and Courtney is running all over the place, following the ball, getting her steps in. Courtney has her phone on so she can live tweet, keep track of what's going on at other games, and stay in touch with the other MMJs. Have you ever had to leave a game that you were shooting to cover something that was like breaking? I think I've had another a, area. I, I think I've had a couple of times where I kind of 
in the first year didn't pick the right game and we kind of figured out like oh this game sucks like by the end of the first quarter and I take off and I go to a good game oh yeah? yeah 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 so Interesting. If, if you get enough footage of a game that is like a blowout you can leave early I mean that you're only going to show those first you know what four touchdowns right you don't need more than that so yeah sometimes I, I leave it's That's not a big interesting. deal I didn't know that I thought you would have to stay the entire time. Yeah, I mean, if it's a blowout, interviews aren't really worth that much. People are, you know, you're not going to get too many clicks or views from that. It, it's worth it to go to the competitive game that is exciting and people want to know about. So the game's still going on, and it's important for Courtney with her cannon to get shots of the star players in action. Not just for the highlights, but for the gram, you know? The game's over around 2.30, and Courtney's scoring some post-game interviews for the highlights and social media content. She interviewed the star player, asking him how he thinks the team can improve, what his thoughts of the game were, things like that. The relationship between the reporter and the interviewee is very important because you need the scoop. You need the juicy stuff, and if you take the time to become a familiar, friendly face, people will open up to you more, like Courtney said earlier. Who else are you trying to snag for interviews? Um, At that point, maybe it would be like the quarterback, uh, because obviously he was throwing the ball. A coach could be, could be interviewed, like I said before, though. I think that high school coaches tend to give you the same responses all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I get it. You have, you know, responsibility and you have to be loyal to your school and you don't want to slip up, which I totally understand. But, you know, I, I need some personality and emotion. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, yeah. so that's where the players Do you ever coordinate, in. like, before the game with a coach and say, Oh, like, yeah. Hey, like- yeah, yeah, yeah. I have talked—I usually talk to coaches okay. before the game. Think- like, days before the game ever. Yeah, okay. yeah. A lot of times you ask for the rosters and things like, things like that because numbers change from year—obviously from year to year, different kids coming in out of the program. So I, I usually email them. You said you need. You were recently building um, relationships with new athletic directors. Can you talk about why that relationship is so important? They are in charge of like all the media and all their athletes, like what those kids do. So it's like vital that you know those people. And when you walk onto the field and the AD says, like, you know, the AD acknowledges that, okay, you're good to go. It's kind of like nobody else is going to interfere with what you're trying to do. It's kind of like a, you know, universal okay from the high school athletics. So. Now, Courtney is working on her stand-ups for post-production, summarizing the game and throwing in key facts in a very short amount of time. This isn't a season finale of Game of Thrones. She's got 15 seconds to give you everything you need to know about what just took place. The whole point of the stand the, the way we do stand-ups, we have wraparound sound, which is like you do a stand-up where you introduce your highlights that you're going to do. And then you, you know, I'm Courtney DuPont from Carteret High School. You're watching Jersey Sports Zone. Um, so that's just the wraparound sounds. Those ones are kind of easy because you're just kind of— Is that an industry-wide term, or is that something that you guys coined? Wraparound sound? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's industry. Oh, it is. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of a nice way to package your your highlights. Just a nice mm-hmm. way. You know, you have a face to the voice that's talking to you over the highlights and things gotcha. like that. And you um, have that before you run the highlight, like before yeah. you start the yeah, highlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know, like Hillsboro sees my face a lot. I'm— you know, they kind of know who I am, and that helps with the relationships, too, where you, you walk in and, like, oh, it's Courtney, like, from Jersey Sports Zone, and it helps. Um, and then the other stand-up is a teaser that we do. And we only do this for football because football is just where we get the most clicks and views. And it's kind of a summer, maybe, like, a summary of what happened in the game. I had a game, another game in Carteret, actually, this past weekend. It was Colonia at Carteret, and it was Carteret's first game on their new stadium that they built so their first home home game a kid on colonia was committed to alabama 
And then obviously uh, Colonial One. Yeah. So there was like a lot going on. But in the stand up, I kind of had to incorporate all those facts in a 15 second stand up. So it was something to the, along the lines of Courtney DuPont at Carteret High School, opening day for the Carteret Ramblers. They took on Colonia, who defeated them, I think it was 47-7. Antonio Alfano, from Alabama commit, had an outstanding defensive performance. And that's the teaser. So you kind of just have to figure out a way to sound natural and get a lot of information in a very short period of time. Okay, cool. I guess that, yeah. that happens over time then. you just yeah, getting good at that. Yeah, that's your reps. And, yeah. That's your reps. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And that usually takes you what? Half hour. Yeah, I'll do it a couple times too, just so that I know I like the one. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. if you're doing live, it's different. You get one shot, and that's it. But um, I'm fortunate that I can do as many times as I want to. I can. I, I wouldn't say it would ever be longer than a half hour. After she shoots her stand-ups and feels satisfied, she packs up and gets home around 6 p.m., 6.30. And right about now, it's full speed ahead for Courtney. Now, on this particular day, she only spent about four and a half hours to finish everything, but that's when everything goes 100% according to plan. No traffic getting home, no emergencies with the other MMJs, no Adobe Premiere crashing, things like that. Do you relax? Like, do you, like, take, like, two seconds? No? I, I do not. Gotcha. Um, I know that people do. <laughs> I'm just, like, a workhorse. Like, yeah. you know, like, I just got these hats. I want to get them out. It's my personal belief that kids are waiting for them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, they want to see them. They can't wait to see the video. So I try to get it done as timely as possible. So I get home, and my parents say all the time, oh, you want to get a drink or, you know, just, like, relax and <laughs> eat some dinner? I'm like, yeah, afterwards. Right. I, I don't have time right now. <laughs> So I get in and I import all my things onto my computer. I have a labeled folder on my desktop already, date and the two teams that played, where I was. Then I have to import all of the things from that folder into Adobe Premiere, find all the clips uh, that are worth you know, showing in the highlight, whether it be scoring, sacks, interceptions, whatever it may be, line them up on my timeline, fill in my stand-ups, my wraparound sound stand-ups, and then I start... Uh, I lower the audio on the the highlight clips so that I can do my voiceovers over top of them. So I put them on the line. I do my voiceovers on my camera as I'm watching my plays go through so that I can kind of narrate them. It's not a play-by-play type of voiceover. It's more of like, whoa, did you see that catch? That was unbelievable. Like this, that, you know, just kind of And you're doing that... At home while you're... Yes. Interesting. Yes. So I have like a desk. Sometimes I do it in our kitchen. But uh, yeah, so I watch my things. I do my voiceovers and then I put do the same process. I put my voiceovers on my desktop and then I put them into Adobe Premiere. Then I have to start doing graphic things. We have a watermark for Jersey Sports Zone that we put in the top right corner. Then I... Oh, and I have to edit all the videos as well. I mean, all the interviews as well. So (laughs) I have to... (laughs) I have to cut up all those interviews, make sure all the ums and stutters and all... Make the kid look really good. So I do that. And then I have to start doing graphics. So the watermark goes in. We have a stinger that we put at the end of the videos that kind of says, you know, if you want to be a sponsor of a Jersey Sports Zone, like, you know, this is how you go about it. So I put that in. If it's a sponsored school, which Carteret is, I put their billboard at the beginning. Um, Carteret High School, coverage of Carteret High School is brought to you by Campesino Restaurant, Carteret location coming soon. So that goes before the video. It's like five seconds. And then... Then I had to do lower thirds for everyone that I interviewed. What is that? Lower third is like the the graphic that comes out at the bottom of the screen that says the name. Ah, uh, okay, And like, okay. yeah, it tells you that uh, Jaleel Nix, number two, wide receiver, had however many touchdowns or whatever. What program do you use for that? 
For the graphics? Yeah, for that lower third. Um, I made I I've made templates for everyone so that it's easy for everyone to use in my company. But I made them on Adobe After Effects. So I think motion graphics are awesome. Yeah. So uh, I fill in, you know, my templates with whatever kid I interviewed. I also make a graphic for myself with my stand up. And then I have to make a end of the game graphic, which gives you the score of both teams, what their mascots are, what their names are, what conference they played on, and then any sort of stat line that is interesting is at the bottom. Just kind of a cool thing that you can know about the game. And then once all the graphics are done, all the voiceovers are in, I put a music track on the bottom, kind of for like just background noise, makes it flow better. Where do you better. get this music track? Uh, we have a, a library of music oh, that cool. we have licenses for. So, is it the same music all throughout the the whole clip, or it depends how long the video is. Usually, I mean, usually my highlights won't be longer than like two minutes thirty seconds. So, usually one song does the trick, but sometimes you have to change it if it's a long feature. Yeah, I have to do. So then, once that's done, once the music is in, I think that's everything. If anything needs to be color corrected, you know, like there's the read white balance thing. Hopefully that doesn't happen. That means I made a mistake on the field. <laughs> <laughs> so once that's all done, I export. Then I have to put them up on YouTube. That's where we put all our videos and then we embed them on our website. So I have to write the article, put in a feature image, you know, all of our tags that we put in, all our categories. I type those all into the website, put the video on YouTube, you know, again, do all the tags so that everyone can find it if they Google it. Courtney publishes the articles and videos on Jersey Sports Zone's site through WordPress, where formatting and placement matters to the company's overall brand and style. Consistency is key, or else it'll look sloppy. Then I have to go back into my project and figure out something for social media so that I can Project push it. in um, Adobe Adobe, Premiere. yeah. Cool. I go back to my, my, you know, the sequence that I made, and I pull out things that could be good for social media. Or if I had anything that I shot that I didn't put in the highlight that kind of was fun, like a smile or something, like the kids celebrating, I put that on social media. And then I start doing teasers all over. So I, we have Instagram, Twitter, we have LinkedIn now, which we just recently got, uh, Facebook, all of them. And it's our personal belief that visually social media, social media is a visual thing. And every single social media post that we do has some sort of video content with it. So I'll go and I'll go on Twitter, for example. I'll tag Bishop Bar, Carteret, say the score, Courtney Dupont has the highlights for you. Here's the link to the highlights. And then I'll also put the teaser video with that. So oh, nice. Everything in one there you go. package, you know what I mean? Cool. And then obviously hashtags are important and um, tagging any of the kids that were in the video is good too because they will They'll go berserk it and retweet yeah. it. So those are all like the steps that we have to do for all that. Now it's 9 p.m. and it's time to do some research on this week's nominees for the Jersey Sports Zone Game Ball Awards. Courtney researches and gathers this past week's top athletes considering stats and nominations from fans or parents. Then she posts the poll so people can vote between Sunday and Tuesday at 3 p.m. On Wednesday, Courtney travels to the Winter School to shoot video for its additional content and positive recognition for hard work. The amount of nominations for the Game Ball Award are up to her. She gets to choose her games she covers. She edits her videos how she wants to. Honestly, at this point, my, my boss is totally like, do, do your thing. And if I mess up, he tells me. Like He, <laughs> he looks at everything after oh, it's good. published. But I don't think he—I've never been regulated. I think at the very beginning, he used to like ask for my voiceovers, and like we would, he would like make comments about things. But no, I don't get approved. It's just like, get it done, publish it, good. If there's right. mistakes, you're going to pay the price. Nice. <laughs> okay. And you rather that freedom. I mean, we talked about that. I love it. Yeah. I love the freedom. I think it's— the, 
It's very That's empowering. how you learn too. And like, <laughs> yeah. that's where you find your voice and well, your you, style. You learn about the, the whole business aspect of it too, about what makes people upset firsthand so that you're not hearing it from another person. Like if Rich said, if, if you told me that someone was upset with something I did, it's not the same as if they just said that they were upset with me. It like hits home harder that right. way. You know what I mean? So, exactly. Yeah. Rather than filtering it through your boss. And then you also made a note that you have to find out the pronunciation of the player's name. Oh my God. It's probably the most stressful part of my job. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably it the wrong. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you get yelled at for it? Oh, people, sometimes people are great about it. They're like, hey, thanks for it's the highlights. It's a hard name. Yeah. 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 So, well, no, thanks <laughs> for the highlights. Um, you know, we're really appreciative, but this is how you say the name. It's just no way for me to know the pronunciation. Everyone spells their name differently. So I always do my best if I know that I'm going to talk about a certain kid and I don't know his name. I go up to him and I try to ask, like, how do you say your name? <laughs> like, Perfect. Say it on camera so that I, you know. But there's just moments when you get caught and you don't know it. And people, for the most part, are great. Sometimes they get mad at you. Yeah. And it's, you know, you just deal with it. Right. You made a mistake. That's, that's the bottom line. Go, and we fix it. Now it's 1030 p.m. and she's done for the day. At an unusual hour. Usually things don't go that smooth. Gotcha. There are problems the whole way through. What, and could, then what type of problems? Just, you know, I'll get halfway through editing it and all of a sudden Adobe will fail on me and it'll delete half of what I just did. Uh. You know, something like that. Just silly, ridiculous editing things that happen. And then on top of that, nine times out of, not ten, I don't make that many mistakes. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, when you make a mistake, I have to re-go, I have to go back through that process and I have to, you know. It's just, if there's any delay, it's because of things that went wrong. So it's obviously 1030 on a Saturday. You worked all day. Are you going out? Are you having fun after this? Are you Sometimes so, I'm very tired at this point. But <laughs> I like to see my boyfriend after, <laughs> if I can. Um, you know, I'll go out for a drink or two with him and his friends. If not, I'll probably stay in. And if there's a late game or something like that on TV, I'll watch that and curl up with my dog. So most games are on the weekends. Yeah. Right? So what is the work-life balance throughout the week then? Like, for Well, you? there are games during the week. My light days, game-wise, are Mondays and Wednesdays. Wednesdays, I usually end up doing a game ball. And Mondays are lighter. Usually, like, a, just a low-profile game, which is good because you give, you give attention to the kids that don't normally have it. And then your industry insight. Any disrupting trends? The most disrupting thing with media, with what I do, is the lack of trust. Media needs to be more approachable. You need to understand that you're not only dealing with uh, getting the next hit and getting the next story. You're dealing with someone's life and, like, what they do. Like, a coach who coaches high school sports, that's his job. Like, you know, so it's very important that you are delicate with what they do. Focus on the good, too. The good... (laughs) The good is good. Like, you know what I mean? People like to hear that as well. I don't do what I do for views. I do what I do because it's important to get the story out. It's important to make people happy. Like, that's why we do what we do. So you just experienced a day in the life of a multimedia sports journalist. But how does one actually become one. In part two of the Sideline stand-up series, join us as we go through Courtney's career journey and experiences leading up to where she is today. In a field like journalism, especially on-camera work, it takes a ton of experience and trial and error to master, and she has plenty of it, so stay tuned. 
At Experience a Day in the Life, we're building an online library of content all focused on a diddle or a day in the life of different jobs and professions across the world in all different industries. So if you want to share your a diddle, you can do so at xadiddle.com slash share dash my dash a diddle. That's x-a-d-i-t-l dot com slash share dash my dash a-d-i-t-l. Thanks for listening. Head over to exadiddle.com. That's X-A-D-I-T-L.com. There you can find the show notes for this series and more A Day in the Life articles. And you can get to know us and our guests more by joining our communities on social media. Follow at exadiddle on Instagram and on LinkedIn by searching for Krista Bow and Matt with one T Poe. If you learned something in this episode, please take some time to help our mission by leaving a positive rating and review of the show. Each week, we bring you a new interview series with guests from different jobs and different industries. In each series, we'll live a specific day in the life, hour by hour, and experience their career journey. So don't forget to subscribe.